The coronavirus pandemic has undoubtedly been one of the most challenging environments for many of us to operate in for some time. And for many of our specialist colleges and providers, that's no different. So join me, Dan Axon, as I talk to a number of colleagues from across the specialist sector about how they overcame the challenges the pandemic uh, presented and uh, some of the enhancements that came out of that and some of the lasting impact and uh, improvements for student experience that will come out of it. This mini-series is brought to you by Techability from Natspec. In this episode, I'm joined by Becky Cooper from Portland. Becky talks to us about how students adapted and how their parents' carers adapted to the pandemic and the increased use of digital technologies at home, but also how the digital curriculum developed as well and how students' digital capability increased as a result. I'm delighted to be joined by Becky Cooper. Becky, thanks so much for joining us uh, on this mini-series from Techability, highlighting uh, some of the great work that's gone on in specialist provision over the last um, year and a bit now. Um, if I could start by asking you just to give a bit of context as to you know, who you are, what your role is in, within Portland, and, and maybe a bit of sort of size and shape of what Portland is about and who, who they're for. Okay, yeah. So, uh, yeah, my name is Becky Cooper. I'm uh, currently the um, a tutor that oversees the digital engagement across college and how that is embedded within curriculum. Um, I've just recently taken up the post of curriculum manager as well, so overseeing assistive technology, um, um, AAC as well. So, so yeah, so that's um, that's my role. Portland College is a obviously a specialist college that provides um, education, independence, employability, uh, learning activities um, and experiences for approximately 198 learners. Um, ranging across four um, progression learner journeys, as we call them in college. Mm -hmm. Thank you for that. And um, we're going to talk uh, about, you know, the, obviously the pandemic and the sort of lesson, you know, learnings out of that, but particularly what advantages have come from it in terms of how you've um, or how your college has adapted in terms of digital provision and teaching and learning, blended hybrid and so on. So we'll come to that. But before we do, if you could give a bit of... Um, sort of an image picture for us um you know the give us a picture rather of how uh, students used technology what technology they might have used um and was there any online provision um prior to uh, to the pandemic so i think in january february last year okay so um Pre-pandemic, yes, we was looking into uh, creating a, uh, online uh, resources for learners and how that would best suit our demographic um, and our learners that we currently had. Uh, the devices and things were very much um, iPads or desktops that we were offering for learners, primarily pre-pandemic. And, and so in terms of that mobility, um, and accessibility was kind of limited to classroom-based activities um, initially. Um, so yeah, so we we had thought about um, online resources and how we would support our learners, and we were looking at developing sites through um, Microsoft uh, 365 applications, uh, but we hadn't actually got to the rolling out of that sure. um so in terms of our learners developing digital skills 
um, that was very much limited to word processing um, and Google, you know, searches and things like that. So, yeah. yeah. So um, one of your roles is around obviously looking at how the organisation supports the development of digital capability within your students across the curriculum. What? So you mentioned there word processing, you know, life skills around sort of web search and things like that. What? What's does that come from the teacher? Where did the training come from? Did it come from yourselves as the, as the specialist um, people within there that sort of do one-on-one digital skills or one-to-many? Uh, or is it uh, fully embedded? Um, or are there sort of bespoke sessions for that kind of thing? Um, so depending on learner learner needs and uh, potential outcomes as well, um, learners have a range of opportunities within and experiences so for example some learners will have um one-to-one sessions so that might be around using a, a piece of equipment or accessibility tools within um within the device that they're using or a software some learners it would be within the classroom setting so we're teaching that the delivery staff are teaching around online safety alongside um internet searches and supporting learners in finding appropriate content and um, for what they've been asked for um so it's very much dependent upon the um the learner however this academic year so um thinking about september we we obviously recognized from the pandemic that the fact that we needed to support our learners more in the sense of uh, their connectivity so how they connect with other people um their skills in terms of um all the applications that were available to them and what what they could do with those as well so as part of our uh, baseline period we really embedded sort of that introduction to our network and network systems um, and that was done in workshop activities so learners were given opportunities to meet with the IT support team as well as the assistive technologists to to help them get onto networks as well as um, looking at further assessment with what learners and would need and what support Thank you for bringing that up because it's almost exactly why I was asking around that training and, and we'll, we will come back to um, the legacy of, of this last year as well. So um, thank you for that. In terms of the initial jump into lockdown, um, it makes it sound way more exciting than it was. Um, the how did your students you know you could perhaps speak to how they how they responded to that but what were you able to do as an organization in terms of um manage their education the continuity of education in terms of the platforms or tools or what you were able to do um right at the beginning so you you've obviously probably been able to develop more as the years gone on but thinking at that initial phase um what were you able to do and and how did you manage the uh, support for your students uh, at that time Uh, okay so yeah so we 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 focused on the um using sharepoint uh through microsoft um, office um to create and develop learner virtual learning sites so we we'd already got a basis for that and it was just about putting that in place so setting it all up setting it up for learners obviously we recognized then that there was implications with regards to remote access so ensuring that um, learners were set up in that capacity as well um we were quite reactive um 
so it was a case of when we knew that there was going to be the lockdowns, um, making sure that we'd got those things in place. We created um, visual instructions for learners um, as, as well as parents and carers to ensure that they were supported at home to have access. We were fortunate enough to have people in position as well. So phone calls could be made and, and, and spoken through about, about access. Um, the sites were created to enable our learners to have um, access to their their programme. And initially, we focused on the preparation for adulthood uh, themes for their learner journey um, and maths and English. Um, so they were the they were the main topics that we focused on during that time. So using those SharePoint sites, it gave learners immediate access to work. Um, that was uploaded and changed weekly um, for for learners. And interim to that, we were using uh, Teams to support um, the online sessions. Uh, so uh, going back into that first initial uh, lockdown, so Teams were Teams were there to support what work was available on their SharePoint sites. That's great. Yeah, thank you. And and. Uh, I'd be interested in hearing how your your students responded to that as well because it's you know it's a massive change for for anybody and I think if 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 you can as well uh, you might be able to speak to you know the, the sheer resilience of students at, at, at this time and and um maybe students surprised you maybe there's there's things that happened that you were um you didn't expect to see is, is there anything you speak to on that Absolutely so we were um we were really pleased um, by the uptake in terms of our online provision. So the the learners engaging with team sessions, we had a large proportion of learners that were engaging with live sessions. Um, we were receiving work back for, um, and so we knew that learners were engaging and um, we did offer over that time, so there was, um, group therapy sessions, one-to-one sessions. So we really, really did go down what learners needed and required, as well as offering support. So if a learner did find the difficulties with regards to, you know, going on teams and video calling and things like that, there was support from our occupational therapists too, to support learners in that capacity. So to feel more comfortable with the potentially sensory overload um, of what that might bring so um, and we were also able to do health and well-being checks and so we were able to sort of keep in touch in in lots of different ways as well as you know uh, the online versions uh, as well so it a large yeah a large proportion of our learners engaged in team sessions um, and producing work through the online that's great. Um, SharePoint site. That's great to hear. Thank you for that insight. Um, in terms of, um, <clears throat> excuse me, how things evolved over the year, um, you know, you talked about, um, you know, spinning up SharePoint and Teams, um, things like that. What's what's remained to this point? Um, what's what's maybe evolved or changed or disappeared? Um, in terms of, you know, speak speak to that as well. And yeah, I'll leave it at that for now. I'll stop asking double questions. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, so in the 
in the new academic year, we obviously recognise that um, with the creations of bubbles and, and isolating and shielding as well uh, that was moving throughout through from September really onwards, we we recognised the fact that we needed to enable access immediately. So we kept our SharePoint sites and we continue to um, provide differentiated work according to that learner journey. We implemented subjects as well, so vocational areas. So the whole of the learners' study programme was available online for learners that they could have immediate access to. Like I mentioned before, we'd included it in our induction in terms of enabling access so learners knew how to, to get onto their sites. So should they have to isolate quickly, we knew then that they would have the capabilities of getting on onto their sites. So we kept um, we kept our SharePoint sites going. We kept uh, with our um, differentiated work booklets. So each of the tabs that, that's on our SharePoint site has a work booklet. And then in September we introduced a video instruction. So because we knew that in terms of being able to provide online live team sessions like we had done, that may be a little bit more difficult with regards to timetabling and people being off and and, and everything coming back and things like that. So we recognise that. So we provided um, video instructions and also to support learners with completing their work and carrying out formative assessments, we used form quizzes as well as an embedded tool within the um, the SharePoint page. So that enabled um, the learners didn't have to necessarily amend anything. So the booklets are there. They're, they can be downloaded, printed, amended online through online Word. But we also gave them a form so they didn't um, have to use the online word because when you're providing booklets that have got lots of images and symbols online world word can be a little bit tricky to edit yeah that's um that's really um really interesting and i think um one of the things i, I, I want to sort of um follow up on a little bit is <clears throat> the shift in uh your your approach to uh, digital skills um and the types of digital skills that you're supporting your students to develop um, and um you were talking uh, around before the pandemic you were looking at things like word skills and um web search skills um and it, you know inevitably some of this other stuff came up as well but you've now formalized this sort of community collaborative tools uh, video conferencing tools that kind of thing through induction um but actually it's it's fully embedded within the curriculum by by necessity isn't it because they're having to use it to access their any of the curriculum regardless of whether it's a digital skill session or not do, do you think that's had an advantage in terms of uh, firstly with the students and helping them consolidate these transferable skills but secondly with parents or carers being able to support their um their young people with with the same skills and actually probably even by osmosis getting the skills themselves so yeah, yeah it's a bit of a knock-on if you could speak to that a bit that'd be really, really good yeah so um so yes uh definitely that it's been um i think for a lot of people it's been a, a learning curve and and that's why we kind of stuck with using our microsoft office um package to support our learners because then we were looking at the applications 
throughout that that learners can engage with and I think that um, because because we have made it such a part of the curriculum as a whole and it's not just centered on this is what we're doing in this sort of session but it's as as across the board it's enabled it's enabled those learners to um, see the value of using the technology to keep in touch um, it's also and I think like you like you've said in turn it has helped parents in terms of um, supporting um, their young people to to engage and have access um, the skills obviously that you know that is collaborative and one of the things that I'll talk about in a bit is how we've incorporated within the sites um, sort of like requesting so using applications to request something as well so getting that immediate feedback but um, and as we also implemented so for families and um, carers we also we looked at um, risk assessing learners so supporting with devices what devices what support what type of technology they would need um, should they should the learner be off co uh, off college um, looking at um, so in individualized assessments and um, risk assessments and consents as well but also supporting that with access so like I say that visual support as well for families and carers quite sure if i've answered your question but yeah no you definitely spoke to it and i think it's really fascinating of um you know anyone that sits near me long enough will hear me talk about digital skills and i'm always fascinated about how it's how it's deployed and how 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 we uh, incorporate the importance of it you know how we share the importance of it to our to our students and i think um you know you've brilliantly highlighted uh, how that's happening for you well, and the other thing I was going to say was that we haven't just, we're not just using these sites for learners that are off-site. Um, so they are very much embedded within the classroom as well. So it, um, the sites themselves offer learners the opportunity to keep up with news and events that are happening on site, um, <clears throat> food menus, um, also I, uh, our information advice and guidance team events. Um, so, so they're very much part of now college as a whole. So, um, and so it's not just about whether they're off-site as well. So, yeah, that's that's great. And actually, it's it's a perfect opportunity then to talk about the legacy, the legacy of of the pandemic on um, on your provision. On, on you know, you could speak to your own your own the impact on your own work but more broadly on your students is you talked there that this is now a resource that's being used in face-to-face -face teaching as well as online teaching so moving forward um will that remain will that be a permanent fixture how will um you know the development of digital skills evolve and yeah if you could speak to you know the, the real enhancements that have come of this um and what advantages are what the advantages are to your students yeah so so definitely i think that um it's the positives from this situation has been the fact that I think across the board, so our learners, our families, our carers, our, our staff as well have identified the fact that digital technology has supported us completely through this period and, and the importance of that has been has been demonstrated in 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 all aspects of the curriculum, as well as in therapies also. And I think that we 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 may see obviously learners that um 
will be accessing the curriculum off-site in the future. So we want to continue with um, using our sites and developing them to ensure that we have that flexibility of curriculum. <coughs> Excuse me. So, um, so that if learners are, for example, um, accessing uh, different environments, so they may not be on a on a campus as um, full time, then they still have that um, they still have that opportunity to achieve as part of that study program um, to to meet their outcomes. So it will always be part of our study program, our curriculum, that we are. Uh, providing these online learning resources and I think in terms of developing digital skills I think it's I think it demonstrates a level of independence and um, for learners to have that opportunity to do um, extended learning if that's what they're they're looking at it as or continuing with their curriculum program um, as well as looking at some of the tools and availabilities that are um, the, the accessibility tools, should I say, that are available to to our learners through these sites. So, for example, you know, uh, by using forms and using um, online Word, you have built-in immersive readers. So, you know, our learners are seeing a different approach to how technology can be used to support their um, their skills in the future. Um, and also, like I mentioned before, about getting that feedback from learners. So. Um, creating applications that enable learners to give to make requests about things to get feedback from um, and so actually using using the applications also for a particular purpose and um, feedback so yeah that's great thank you for that Becky so if people want to find out more about either getting started with SharePoint uh, or want to find more about how you're developing digital capability within your students um, or just to speak to you and find out more about what you're doing and all the great work and um, what's the best way for them to get in touch? Um, uh, please drop me an email. Uh, I'll, I'll put the details in the, I'll yeah. put the details in the show notes yeah no worries. Yeah, yeah. yeah so um, feel free to drop me an email um, obviously if you contacted Portland College and ask for me. Um, yeah, we also have a digital engagement um, assistive technologist as well. So he very much support, supports the development of SharePoint. Um, so, yeah, and that's Lewis Carlton. So you can always feel free to contact him. I'd also be interested, in all fairness, if anybody else is using their Microsoft um, Office applications in this particular way. And I'm also keen to find out what people are using Power Apps for. So if anybody's using those, then please get in touch too. Power Apps did come up actually in a previous conversation. It might have been, I forget exactly who it was, but I'll find out and let you know. Um, or, or when you listen to the, the series, you yeah. can find out as well. <laughs> a little plug yeah. there. Um, <laughs> Becky, thank you so much for your time. It's it's great to hear all the amazing work. And um, it really is... I, I'm getting so much joy out of hearing the positive that have come out of a largely terrible situation for many people. But there's so much positives happening in terms of uh, provision for uh, students' education. So it's great to hear how that's evolving and developing for you. And thanks for your time. Thank you. 
And that's all for this show. If you'd like to find out any more about any of the institutions mentioned in this series, then do check out the show notes. If you want to find out more information about TechAbility and the services we provide, then please do check out, again, in the show notes, the link for you there. And of course, a link out to NatSpec as well. Thank you so much for listening. And uh, until next time, take care.